Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What's going on, guys? Marky here, and welcome to r slash Entitled People. Today's first story, we talk about an entitled footballer, a lovely actor, and a very grateful village. So without further ado, let's just get into it. I was reminded of this earlier today when I was talking to my mum, and I thought that I'd share it with all of you. This happened some years ago, but it's still possibly the best thing to happen in our little village. I live in a fairly small village in North Norfolk, a coastal county in England, and because of the nature of the area that we live in, which is a quiet, beautiful seaside village with lovely parks and woodlands equally as close as the beach, combined with an old-school community spirit where everybody knows each other and takes care of each other, we sometimes get celebrities wanting to move here for a quieter life. Celebrities who have lived in this village in the past have usually been good, but this one time we had a footballer who really did not get the message. This footballer, who I'll call EF, entitled footballer from this point on, met his match eventually when a lovely actor who, to use one of my favorite characters, I'll call Mr. Ollivander, moved to the village too. EF would walk around the village like he owns the place and found himself banned from most of the businesses for being offensive and or rude to the owners, staff, and customers. One of the worst situations in my opinion was when both me and my mum were in our local shop. He came in to get a few items and he was moaning about how slow we were or the fact that we were in the way and he had places to be. My mum explained that we were both disabled and sometimes that means that we are a little slower than other people, but he was not happy about that. He made comments about how people like us shouldn't be out with normal people and people like him shouldn't have to deal with cripples getting in his way and slowing him down. The owner had overheard and immediately asked him to leave and told him that he was not welcome in their store again. Mr. Ollivander, on the other hand, was so lovely from the moment he moved into our village. He very quickly learned who needed help and support and would do anything he could to help them when he could, just like the rest of the village does. He adapted his life around the way we live and he was well loved by everyone. I honestly don't know anyone who has a bad word to say about him. When he found out both me and my mom were disabled, he let us know that if we ever were having a bad day but needed shopping or anything, to let him know and he would go get it for us. I would often see him in the early evenings while I was walking my dog, and he would be out for a walk and we would walk some of the way together. One day, while I was walking my dog, my knees gave out and I fell, and he had seen and came over. He helped me up and took my dog from me and walked the both of us back to my place and told me that in the future if I'm having a bad day with my legs, to let him know, and he was more than happy to walk my dog for me rather than push myself too far and make my health worse. This gives you an example of each of them in terms of their personalities and what we are living with. Now I'll get to the good bit. It's paraphrased a bit because of it being so many years ago. It's hard to remember exact conversations, but this is basically how it went. Not long after Mr. Ollivander had moved into the village, EF was in the local pub and was getting irate with the barman about how others were being served before him despite them being there first. EF says, 
I do not appreciate you making me wait. When somebody of my standing comes into a place like this, I should be served first because I outrank you. He has a massive ego and thinks that being famous means he has a higher rank in society. Everyone was moaning and letting him know just how unpopular that opinion of his was. But before any of us could really confront him on it, Mr. Ollivander did. He had come in with his wife and heard the tail end of EF's rant about regular people being served before him. Mr. Ollivander says, I didn't think that we did things by rank in this village. Thank you for letting me know. If that's the case, then I guess since I have the highest rank in here, I get served first. But I would much rather everyone who was here first should be served before us. He gave a small wink to the barman who was smirking, knowing that this was definitely pissing EF off. Without turning to look and see who had been speaking, he slammed his hand down on the bar and said, Who the hell do you think you are? I'm a very successful footballer, and I haven't worked this hard to be told that I had to wait for all these lowlifes to be served first. Mr. Ollivander retorts, I'm Sir Mr. Ollivander, and I happen to be a pretty successful actor. You may have worked hard in your career, but so has everyone else in here. So deal with everyone being treated fairly without any special treatment for anyone, or leave. EF stormed out of the pub with the most embarrassed look on his face, and a few weeks later, he moved out of the village. I guess being in the same village with someone who was not only more famous than him, but also someone with a knighthood, so he was outranked in that way too, was just too much. I feel sorry for the people he moved near after us. It is not the most explosive story I know, but it is absolutely a highlight of the things that have happened in this village. Mr. Ollivander lived in this village until a few weeks before he died, and anytime situations like this came up, we would always be sure that he would put that person in their place and would give them a reality check. We all still miss him, but I'm just glad that I got to know him, even if it was just for a few years. He was one of the best kinds of neighbors anyone could have, and a true friend to all of us. R.I.P. Mr. Ollivander, Mr. John Hurt, you will be missed. I bought my first flat when I was in my 20s. I rented out a room to a guy from Poland, awesome flatmate, FM, super good at DIY and maintenance. I was seeing someone for a while. Let's call her Ghost. Ghost lived with two other girls, one of whom is the titular ex-friend. Let's call her Karen. Ghost and I broke up. From the imaginative name, you can guess what happened. And that whole friend group ditched me. My career went pretty well, and I bought a house in the suburbs. I decided to let FM stay on in the flat on the same rent with the proviso that he not sublet, but his girlfriend moves in, which is fine. I get the mortgage covered, and a tenant who is better at maintaining the place than I am, and he gets a two-bed flat for half price. A few years on, and a certain idiot referendum passes, and flatmate and his girlfriend are moving home to Poland. His girlfriend already had gone back, but when I'm over sorting some stuff with FM, I see a huge pile of moving boxes, etc. in the spare room. I say, oh, is that girlfriend stuff? Are you going to be able to fit all that in the car? And he says, oh, no, that's Karen stuff. She asked if she could leave it here while we were still here. As it turns out, Karen was still friends with the girlfriend. She found out they were leaving and that their rent was a pretty good deal. She told girlfriend that she had squared it all with me and that she was going to take it all over. I will confess to a few minutes panic and confusion. I have not spoken to this person in years. She thinks that she's going to move into my flat and doesn't even ask? 
How the hell does she even intend to pay rent, given she has made zero attempts to contact me? And why would I not go for market rates? I am honestly baffled and somewhat morbidly fascinated to find out how she thinks this is going to work. I don't really want to get into some kind of ridiculous squatter's right squabble with them, so I contacted my solicitor, think a non-trial lawyer. She recommends that I get the locks changed and install a security camera and to send the inevitable roof hitting her way when Karen turns up and tries to get in. I actually think she's quite excited by the drama, a bit more interesting than property conveyancing. I explain all this to FM. He agrees to move out two weeks early and even helps me fit the doorbell camera. He really was the best. So that's where we are. I pretty much have the Ring app open constantly on my phone. I have pretty clear instructions not to say anything other than give my solicitors information and record any and all correspondence when it happens. I'm presuming she will hear from girlfriend though. I'll post an update if anything interesting comes of it. Update. Today at lunchtime, Karen turned up and tried to get into the flat, and she was not alone. Ghost was with her, and they had a key. I feel stupid for not remembering that Ghost probably had one from when we were together, or they got a copy from Girlfriend. Didn't think that she'd keep it after she ditched me, but probably should have changed locks back then. Oops. Sorry, tenant. My ex had a key to your flat the whole time. Camera didn't get the preamble, but they came up to the door and tried a key. They say, it's not working. Some fumbling, he's effing changed the lock. Some more descriptive language, presumably about me and my parentage that I can't wait to have a solicitor read back to them. They continue to take turns trying the key. I connect at this point, but don't say anything. They then try the doorbell, but it doesn't make any noise because I'm connected. I think it's lit up, but I guess they don't realize that means I'm watching. I thought ring cameras had a siren to give them a fright, but I couldn't find it. They bang on the door and window a bit before walking off. I stayed listening through the camera, but didn't hear anything. Still eerily quiet on phone. Video sent to solicitor anyway. I've had two calls from unknown numbers. Not going to answer. We'll wait for someone to text me and send them the solicitor's contact info. More to come, I guess. In hindsight, I probably should have waited to see how this played out before posting. Solicitor would probably murder me if she knew I was doing this. Smiley face. Time to charge them some storage fees and report abandoned property inside the flat. <laughs> How many more ways can we get some petty revenge on these guys here? I am interested to see if there's any further updates on this one. The candy store I work in only allows service animals. And because my old dog Bella, rest in peace, was a service dog for my mom, I read up on the ADA laws and can immediately tell what animals are service animals and what are just pets. When it comes to fake service animals, I am not nice, especially when people try to argue with me about it after. Today, a lady came in, her dog wrapped up in a blanket in her arms. I immediately knew that it wasn't a service dog. So I said, excuse me ma'am, but we only allow service dogs here. To which she replied, she is a service dog. So I said, then what tasks does she perform? And she replies, emotional support. Well, emotional support animals aren't protected by the ADA. Therefore, they aren't considered service animals. So I say, I'm sorry, ma'am, but emotional support animals are not protected by the ADA and aren't considered service animals. I can't serve you. She started to scream at me, threatening to sue me and call the cops. My response was, 
For what? Refusing to service a woman who is faking a service animal? Which, by the way, is a civil penalty fine up to $250 each time in our state. Go ahead, call the cops, I'll be here. She went silent after that and just left. Thank God. PSA, do not bring your untrained pets into a non-pet friendly store, and especially do not fake a service animal. You make it harder for the people who actually need them. Yikes, wouldn't want to be that lady. I wonder how many times she's tried to get away with that one in different stores, but like, yeah, I can't imagine it would be too common that you'd find someone that actually knows the laws and what they're talking about, so bit of a slap in the face for that person with the emotional support animal. Gotta take those losses where you get them and try again next time, Karen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many years ago, in a land a few blocks away, I loved to ride my bicycle. Single mother, no car. It was nothing really special, but it got me all over town. I mostly kept on sidewalks because traffic can be filled with too many entitled drivers. I got to a corner and saw a car coming up the side street to the stop sign. The driver slowed way down, so I assumed he would stop where he was supposed to. He didn't. My bad, because I had already started to ride my bike off the curb into the street in front of him, and you guessed it, crunch. I squirmed my way from under the rest of the bike in the car and start checking myself for injuries. Just a bruised knee, so I was very lucky. The driver got out of his car and yelled at me for being in his way. Didn't ask if I was okay, and I yelled at him for running a stop sign. A passerby checked on me and called the police. While I was safely back on the sidewalk with the passerby, the driver pulled his car about five to six feet forward, dragging my bike. I think he knew he was in trouble, so he altered the accident site to look like he was already around the corner because when the police came, that's what he told them. He said he stopped, proceeded around the corner, and I just barreled out into his path. The police officer asked for my story, and I asked him to ask the driver to back his car up a bit, and I would show the officer exactly where we both were at the time of the incident. He was wondering how I could be so positive, but then, once the driver moved his car, I pointed to the scrapes in the street that my bike had made when I was hit. The driver got his ticket, and I got his information. I wrote several letters to him, asking him to replace my bike, but he ignored them. I finally had to take him to small claims courts to be compensated for my squished bike. He didn't show up. The judge reviewed all my evidence and awarded me the cost of a new bike, plus pain and suffering for my bruised knee. The court served him those papers, but he ignored them too. Now I'm frustrated. No money, no bike. And the real entitlement begins. 
I found another second-hand bike and start riding around again. I decide to pedal by the driver's house just because I'm curious and there is a for sale sign on his lawn. So he's trying to move and make a getaway just to avoid paying me? I went home, gathered all my paperwork regarding the judgment and head to the courthouse. There, I filed a lien against his house for the judgment amount. Then I called his realtor and informed her of the judgment and lien. She called the driver and now, six months or so after the accident, I finally hear from the driver. He called and threatened me over the phone, telling me he had witnesses who could prove that I was wrong about how the accident happened. I informed him that the time to have brought those witnesses was at the court date, which he missed. He told me that I'd better take the lien off the house. I refused. He tried to tell me he could sell it, then he would pay me. I told him that's not the way it works. Pay me, and I take the lien off. He growled something and hung up on me. Two months later, I get a call from the realtor who wants to stop by and drop off a check. I sign the lien release and get a cashier's check, and my kids had a great Christmas. And edit, for all those who are wondering, his actual ticket was for not having insurance, not for hitting a pedestrian in a crosswalk. Huh, funny one there. When you uh, don't show up to court and you automatically lose because you're not defending your case? and then a lien is put on your house and uh, you have to pay the lien? There isn't actually a choice not to pay it? Kinda weird how karma came back this guy's way, but he really deserved it. He absolutely deserved that lien against him. And unfortunately, this could have been settled so easily, but he chose not to. That'll just drag on for years. I don't understand why he would drag things on like that, but hey, it makes for a good story, so I'm all for it. Anyway, that's all I have time for today, friends. Hope you enjoyed the stories. If you did, let me know what you thought of it down below. And as always, have a good day, night, sleep, whatever you're up to. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.